Hi guys, and welcome to episode five of the podcast. Today we're talking about emotional eating. Um, I thought this was a fitting topic considering that today is Bell Let's Talk Day. Uh, this is an important day to me, and I know that emotional eating is an action of um, some mental uh, illness, some mental health issues. So I hope you guys enjoy. Um, this is my attempt to start to dive deeper into this topic so that I can help the people that I work with and shed some light on this uh, topic because I know that it is difficult to talk about. So enjoy. Hi guys, uh, back with another podcast uh, slash YouTube video. It's been uh, a little while and um, this topic has been something that I've been collecting information about. So it is, uh, that's the reason why it took so long for me to kind of get this out. And I wanted to make sure that I had enough information to make this worth your while. Um, today we're going to be talking about emotional eating. Um, today is also Bell Let's Talk Day, which is um, a day that's near and dear to my heart. And I thought that this was a really good chance to talk about emotional eating, which is something that is, you know, so mental, uh, as we know, um, or as some of you might know. Uh, I felt like this was a good day to talk about it. So I'm going to dive into this really quickly, as I always do, and kind of just talk about what is emotional eating. So what does it mean? What causes it? Um, how can we potentially fix or how do we start to fix or address our, emo our emotional eating habits? So who is this podcast for? Um, this podcast is for something who, somebody who might struggle with emotional eating. Um, maybe this podcast is for somebody who doesn't know that they struggle with emotional eating, but has a current negative relationship with food that they want to start to address and start to fix. Um, and this podcast is for those of you who just want to learn more about this topic and to maybe there's coaches out there who are listening to this and want to understand it a little more because they have clients that are emotionally eating. This is also my partner for the day, my cat. Um, she'll be weighing on the issue as well. So, okay, so finding comfort in food is so often as we know, and that's why comfort food, that term exists right? Um, if you find yourself in the kitchen looking for something to eat, um, when you're down, when you're stressed, when you're lonely, when you're anxious, or when you're just kind of otherwise upset, um, then you probably are practicing some sort of emotional eating. Um, and just like anything, you know, our job and my job as a coach is to kind of just educate you on what this might mean a little bit more and how we can, you know, start to fix it. Um, I don't like to use the word fixed, right? Because we're never broken, right? This isn't, there's nothing, something wrong with you. I just, um, for lack of a better word, you know, address it and improve it. Let's say that. Um, so the more that we can kind of understand about why this is happening, the more that we can act with intention, right? We want to turn our meals into, um, and our eating into intentful things, intentful actions, right? We never just want to be mindlessly eating or kind of passively snacking on things. Um, we should approach the kitchen and approach a dinner or a lunch or a breakfast with intention. Um, so people who emotionally eat reach for food, you know, several times a day or several times a week um, with these negative feelings attached to it 
and they're using food to suppress these negative feelings. Um, so they usually feel things like guilt or shame for eating this way, um, which can unfortunately lead to an excess cycle of eating um, and you know the, the issues that are associated with it, like weight gain. Um, so, you know, and this can mean any type of negative feeling. This can be work stress, this can be relationship stress, um, this can be anything that's, you know, negatively impacting your cortisol levels. And if you're kind of chronically stressed out or chronically anxious or chronically depressed, then, you know, then this is when we can kind of get into the kitchen with the wrong intention, right? Get into eating with the wrong intention. The reality is that there's so many reasons why we might emotionally eat. Um, so our job, I mean, my job as a coach and your job as somebody who struggles with this is to kind of, it's to try and pinpoint that reason and recognize it and understand it. And then we can stare that down and we can battle it head on, right? But we have to figure out what that is first. So why food, right? I mean, of course we all know about um, these other kind of crutches that we can use, alcohol, drugs, right? There are many things that people unfortunately rely on when they go through a tough period or when they're going through a tough period. Um, but why food? If maybe, if you're not experiencing this and you're listening to this, then it can be difficult to understand what food does for somebody, right? And um, as somebody who's speaking about this with um, no real experience with um, severe emotional eating, I can understand why someone would think, okay, I don't understand why someone would want food to help them out. Now, don't get me wrong, I love food. Right, I, I love food, I will eat I will eat my boyfriend, you know, I'll eat more than him regularly. But I can um, sometimes, and for me personally, when I get down or out, I actually avoid food. So I can, and I know that there's a lot of people like this. So, so why food? Okay, so, I mean, of course we know all those other vices. Food gives us and that feeling of temporary wholeness or fullness. Um, literally and figuratively speaking, right? And when we otherwise might be feeling lonely or empty or sad, people will look towards, you know, something sugary or something dense or something, you know, really decadent to give them that temporary sense of fullness. So when you're feeling hungry, right, we want to kind of start to try and identify what is emotional hunger and what is true hunger and and what are the differences? So I've wrote them, written them down here. So true hunger develops slowly over time, right? And we know that, right? We eat lunch, we're never just hungry, like bam, right away. We always develop a, a sense of hunger as we approach dinner time or as we approach that late afternoon. Emotional hunger will come suddenly or it will come abruptly or all of a sudden you're, you're like, I need this, I need this food right now. Right, and we can, if we can slow down before acting on that, we can recognize that, okay, this is probably not true hunger. With true hunger, you desire a variety of food groups, right? So if I'm actually hungry, you know, I'll go into my fridge and I'll kind of see everything there as a, a good option, right? Whether it be vegetables or proteins or, you know, breads or pastas or anything. I, I can kind of go for anything at that point, right? When you're truly hungry, you're not too, too picky on what you want, right? When you're emotionally hungry, you 
crave certain things. There, there are certain things that you want and you'll go to any length to get those things. And so, you know, when you are craving things, and this goes for anybody, you know, for example, like for the past two days, I've been craving a scone. Like, I don't know, why do I, I'm not truly hungry, right? Like, why do I want that scone, right? And I probably just have a craving for it. And I'll, to be honest, I'll probably go out and I'll get it and I'll get over my craving and then I'll move on. But, you know, those hungers or those cravings are not actually you being hungry, they're just cravings. Um, with true hunger, you, uh, you feel the sensation of fullness to stop eating, right? I mean, most, most of us do. And if you don't, you don't, you might want to practice that, right? I need to practice this too, where, okay, I need to get in tune with my hunger cues and my satiety cues. And I need to make sure that I stop eating when I'm full. Um, when you feel emotional, um, you tend to binge on food and you tend to ignore that sense of fullness and just keep going right? You keep going, you keep going. And it might not even stop when whatever is in front of you is, is gone. You might go and seek out other food after. Um, the last one here, when you eat after truly being hungry, you have no negative feelings about eating, right? How could you, right? Your body is literally telling you, I need to eat because I am hungry. So you're not going to, you're not going to feel guilty or negative for eating because you're simply doing what your body is telling you to do. If you eat when you're emotional, of course, we get those sense, that sense of guilt. We get that sense of shame. Um, we can feel um, negatively about the way that we look as well. Um, so there's a huge difference there. So how can we start to address this? I mean, we can always start by slowing down, right? We, if we find ourselves relating to these things, take two to five minutes before you eat every time and say, okay, I mean, not only what am I going to eat, but why, right? And, and ask yourself, am I actually really hungry? Or, you know, is, this, is there another reason here? What has happened in the past couple days? What has happened in the past couple hours, right? Are you going through something that is triggering this? Um, so, as I mentioned before, um, as someone kind of speaking about this with no real history of like severe emotional eating, um, what I did is I reached out to a lot of women about this. Um, well, not just women, I actually reached out to a lot of people. It happened to be in a, a, a woman dense group. So I got uh, all female answers, but I mean, as we know, this is not just um, applicable to ladies, okay? So um, just the answers that I have here do come from women. So, and I asked them a couple questions just so I can understand a little bit more. And the thing is, I mean, as someone who does suffer from anxiety and learning about more about that over the past, you know, five years, um, I've been able to learn more and more how hard it is to, to um, diagnose and understand someone else's anxiety um, because they manifest themselves in so many different ways, right? Anxiety manifests itself in so many different ways. So I had the sense about that when it comes to when it came to emotional eating, but I wanted to just learn more about it. Okay, and so I asked them a couple questions and some of their, their answers vary, right? I asked, um, so I'll, I'll go through some of them. You, I say, can you elaborate on your emotional eating a little bit more? How would you describe your relationship with food? Right, we've had, we had entries of, of ladies suffering from bulimia, um, from binging, started at an early age. 
Uh, we had um, ladies who suffered from migraines and endometriosis, um, so physical pain and physical exhaustion. Uh, we had people who just didn't understand why they didn't know, right? Um, it could have been, they, they could have gone through something at such an early age, they didn't really understand it. Um, so the, the relationship stems from something else, as we've kind of already touched on. I ask how long they think they've had this relationship for. We've got a variety of answers. Some ladies over 10 years, some started when they were in their 20s and kind of went into their 30s. Um, some said they have it as long as they can possibly remember and they're still trying to figure it out. Um, and some people say that it came up, you know, recently, right? And they've only started to realize this recently. I asked if it changed. And if so, what is your relationship like currently? And nine out of 10, times they said that yes you know it has changed as they've gotten older um they've understood what you know food is supposed to do for you um how to build a positive relationship with food um yet they weren't you know quick to say that um or they quickly said that it wasn't easy right it was a long process even though that they are at a great point now or at a better point now it was not an easy uh, journey to get there I asked them what triggered them to want to eat um, for some people it was those feelings like I talked about feelings of loneliness feelings of sadness feelings of uh, a big one a big common one was situations out of their control so when you feel like you just can't grasp life then they would turn to food um, some people would put would pinpoint it to actual physical pain, like I said. Some people would pinpoint it to frustration, right? So it it's so different for every person. I asked them, what were your go-to foods? And again, you know, the commonalities of all these foods are, you know, on the unhealthier side. Um, but we got a lot of deep fried foods, crunchy foods, salty foods, um, sugary foods, all those things. And of course, these are the things that are making you not feel great afterwards. Then I asked, how did eating make you feel? Comforted for a short period of time and then absolutely awful. Made them feel ashamed and ugly. It made them feel warm while they ate and then sadness right after they stopped, which unfortunately made them kind of want to continue going. Right. I asked them if they were able to identify why, like the causes that, you know, that bigger root cause, um, depression, anxiety, feeling like um, they're not seen, feeling like people, um, they're feeling unworthy, anxiety, like I said, um, social anxiety. These are all, you know, can be big, bigger reasons. And then the last one I said, what steps have you taken to overcome this? And people take different steps. Um, therapy, talking to somebody, talking to friends, changing their lifestyle is a big one. So, you know, educating themselves on nutrition, um, working with a coach was one, um, journaling their food. Some people said that helped a lot. Um, a lot of people said, like I mentioned, they had to work with a professional on their anxiety and their depression first before they could even really get to the nutrition part. So it's all about figuring out, A, like I said, what is that reason and B, addressing it in a way that's going to benefit you long-term. Um, so 
I mean, what can we take away from all this? And I think it's just that, you know, emotional eating comes and manifests itself in so many ways. It can, you know, be slight, it can be severe, it can cause physical pain, it can cause emotional discomfort. Um, there are so many ways of coping and learning and practicing. And I think just like, you know, any other mental illness, it's important for us to talk about this and recognize it. Um, and, you know, I say that, you know, disordered eating is so common and I want to get that kind of stigma away from disordered eating so that we can be a little bit more open about it and talk about it. Because the way that these people out there who are suffering from emotional eating are going to help themselves is by knowing that people are willing to help them. And if they don't know that, um, then I think they're going to continue to feel, we're all going to continue to feel, um, alone, right? And that just is the root of all of this negativity. So um, if you have any questions about this, I will happily give you my opinion on it, give you any experience that I can. I will put you in touch with people that I've talked to about this. Um, I've made some great contacts, people who are um, you know, professional life coaches, people who are hypnotherapists, hyp hypnotherapists, yeah and um, people who are really passionate about um, helping people on this journey. So I can definitely put you in touch if this sounds like you, if you know you wanna develop a positive relationship with food, reach out and uh, we can definitely get you there. And yeah, I think that's, uh, I think I can wrap it up there and just say um, comment below, share this with somebody who you think um, you know, suffers from this and just let them know that it's it's so common and that we can we can work on it, okay? Um, I'm going to take suggestions for a next podcast. I have some ideas, um, but I always like your suggestions and this was a good one. I enjoyed learning more about it and I will chat with you guys soon. Bye.